In this presentation, we will give an overview of our course project and how we will be using the course project as we go through the material in future presentations. Clearly, when we talk about a Schedule C business, when we talk about a sole proprietorship that is being reported as a Schedule C on the tax return, there are a lot of different variables, a lot of different things involved within it. What we'll do is we'll start off with a project We'll give an overview of the forms that will be involved as we think about a Schedule C, and then we'll make adjustments to that project as we go, always using it as a reference. The goal then is to have an idea of everything that will be involved, look at the big picture, look at the forms that will be involved, and then as we drill down on the specifics, and we'll do so using publications and information from publications about small businesses, then we'll make adjustments and we'll zoom into those areas. As we do so, we'll also keep an idea of the big picture, how it will affect all the other things that are going to be involved, and we'll do that by making adjustments to our course project. When applicable, we will provide an Excel worksheet for the course project. The Excel worksheet will, in essence, have a profit and loss or income statement, which is the primary statement that's going to be needed in order to enter the tax return into the Schedule C. What we won't be doing here is going through all the bookkeeping that would be necessary and how to compile everything into an income statement. We might touch on a few of those things and look at some specific line items related to the income statement, related to revenue and expenses, but we're not going to go through just a bookkeeping course in terms of how to put the books together. We do have other bookkeeping courses that you can take a look at for that as well. However, we do want to point out that it would be useful to use accounting software such as something like QuickBooks. And the reason QuickBooks is so useful even for small businesses, even though when we enter the information into the tax return, we really only need the profit and loss. That's what's going to be required to enter the information into the tax return. The thing that something like accounting software does is it helps us not to make errors. How does it do that? One way is it forces us to do the double entry accounting system, and that's going to be one of the major checks. And in essence, you can see that on the balance sheet. So notice the two main reports you will generate for financial statements are a balance sheet and a profit and loss or an income statement. The profit and loss is what we're going to need to generate. That's going to be the starting point really to, that we'll input into the Schedule C. And you may say, well, I don't really need a balance sheet because... I'm a small business and we only need to enter basically the Schedule C information, which in essence is the profit and loss. And there's some truth to that. However, note that the two things tie out in terms of the whole bookkeeping system. So if you enter something into QuickBooks, even though you're not entering the balance sheet into the tax return, it's still beneficial because it'll create something that is in balance. And that's going to be one of the major checks against making errors. The other major check is bank reconciliations. So if you put your information into QuickBooks, you can reconcile the bank. So if you put it into QuickBooks, then you're going to be in balance in terms of the double entry accounting system or some other accounting software. And you'll also, if you do the bank reconciliations, then you're double checking your work to the bank. And those are two huge checks that really help to uh, make the financial statements. If you don't use QuickBooks or some other accounting software you could still just go through and go through the line items and you really need to construct then the income statement which is going to be the profit and the expenses so the revenue and the expenses so you could go through and just basically look at all the all the invoices that you have created or all the revenue you could go to the bank account and look at all the deposits if you have a separate bank account 
to go through and put together what the revenue is and then go through all the checks and whatnot that were written, credit cards and whatnot to come up with the expenses. Again, we're not going to put together the bookkeeping system. There are a lot of different types of bookkeeping systems that you can do to do that. At the end of the day, we, we're going to need in some format to put this information into the tax return and income statement or profit and loss statement. The general format of the income statement or profit and loss is revenue, as you can see here, and then cost of goods sold. If it's applicable, if we sell merchandise, that gives us the gross profit. And then we have all the expenses, which you can also think as deductions, right? Expenses are business deductions. That provides us with the net income. And that's in essence what we'll enter into the return. As we go forward, we're going to provide this worksheet, which will have the income statement here. And it'll also have a format in terms of a trial balance, which is something that uh, accountants might use more. However, it's nice to see because you'll be able to see that balancing concept. So as we make adjustments in the future, we'll go through and make these adjustments to a trial balance format, as well as just a profit and loss format. So you can see that balancing concept. Notice that the trial balance is in balance here. It's, it's cleaner that it has less accounts involved. And basically, it's the same idea. You have net income down here, which is going to be or net income here, which is going to be the revenue minus the expenses in essence on an income statement. And then over here on the trial balance, we're going to have the same type of concept, except we're just going to have all of the revenue as in our case, negative numbers or credits and all the, the debits are going to be all the expenses. And if you take the debits minus the credits, then you get the net income. So this net income number ties out here. And the reason this is going to be really useful for us is that it has something that's in balance. So notice if I if I was to add up all these accounts, they are in balance. In other words, the debits equal the credits. And therefore, uh, we have some check figure that it's okay. Now, note on the trial balance, of course, we have the balance sheet accounts too. And that shows us that we're in balance. The reason we want to have this, so what we want to do is make sure that when we do some reconciling items, if we make any adjustments as we typically will do, as we enter this information into the tax return, then we can, we can have a check figure. We can have a balancing kind of check figure. And we'll show how to do that with a trial balance. We'll show how to do that with just an income statement. Whereas we'll just make these adjustments at the bottom and we'll say these are the adjustments that we are making to it based on basically converting what we have here to a tax basis from whatever basis we we have in the accounting system. Now, as we enter this into the system, we're going to enter it into the tax software, in essence, the Schedule C. So we'll enter this information into the Schedule C, and we're going to do this kind of like we would do it in practice in that we want to get as far as we can do in the data input process so that uh, we're not stopping and asking questions at every point. We want to enter as much as we can and then put all the questions we have together as we go. And then we can ask all the questions at one time and make adjustments. That's how we're going to do this. So notice if I look at this trial balance, what I would typically do if I was going to start looking at a, a trial balance and enter the information is just go through it and say, what accounts am I going to have questions on? And I'm going to say, I'm going to have a question about this prepaid insurance account. I'm going to have a question about cost of goods sold, the automobile, the business use of the home, because I added that account, charitable contributions, meals is always something that's questions, uh, payroll, if there's any payroll are, are going to be items we'll look into, penalties, uh, political contributions, utilities. Uh, these are all items I'm going to look into because 
they're items that I think they might have tax con just just for the fact that these are normal items that could have questions related to it with taxes. So as we go through this, we're going to go and ask questions about those particular items. What we'll start by doing, however, is enter this information as is, as it's given. I'm going to enter this profit and loss directly into the tax system and try my best to get to this number so it ties out to the profit and loss. And to do that, I might have to make some adjustments that I know I'm going to have to change in the future. But what I want to do is enter this right as it is and then go ask my questions, either if I'm going to a supervisor or if I'm going to the client or if I'm just going to review this myself. And then I'm going to ask questions. And every time I make a change to the tax return, because I'm going to get this tax number to match this number on the Schedule C, every time I make a change, then I'm going to adjust it on the tax return and the supporting documentation line by line. And by doing that, we're going to be able to always go as far as we can go with the data input and then know that the next information we get, I can enter it systematically without having to start over, without having to double check every number and just make that one adjustment so that this number always ties into the number that's on uh, the Schedule C. That's going to be the plan in any case. Then as we go forward to all these items, we'll go in and we'll make these adjustments. We'll figure out, okay, what, what is different about these items? What is this adjustment I need to make to payroll or payroll taxes? And then how can I make that adjustment, enter it here on the system, and then also enter it into the tax return? And we'll do that as we read through or look through some items, including publications or information from publications related to specific line items specific deductions, specific rules.